Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. Hello, and we are back from the last podcast, which was really fascinating. Um, If you missed it, I'll say go back and listen to Friday's podcast where we talked to Scotty the Body's is he your friend or acquaintance or someone you know from college? Yeah, back in the day, we're fraternity brothers. And mm. so he was a like a senior in my freshman year, somebody that was always pretty studious. You know, a good example, at least how to, like, you know, act right, especially in that setting. So I know he's big in the political world. He does his own podcast. I still follow him on Instagram. And I knew that he would probably be a good person to bring on the other perspective of more the conservative viewpoints. Right, because yeah. to, to give you some backstory, I mean, we all lean liberal, and yeah. it, we've been asking for a long time now to have a conservative-leaning person come on other than John Senning, who always seems to be doing yoga at this time. <laughs> Although he just got married this weekend. He, he did. did. Congratulations and to John Senning. Absolutely. That's why he hasn't been able to come on the past couple of weeks when I've texted him because he's been getting everything ready for that. Right. Oh, goodness, um, yeah. So he's off getting married right now. So congrats yeah. to him. But uh, we wanted to have someone just to talk with because unlike so many, you know, even high ups in the country and in the news media, we can't really have discussions anymore. No. It just seems no. like it's just. Yeah. And, you know, I we talked with him and made it very clear it wasn't a debate. I wasn't going to go back and forth with him about things that he believed. I just really wanted to ask him, like, why do you believe what you believe? And he did a good job of explaining it. And I just felt like going into it, I felt that I would walk away being like, okay, well, clearly we're different. But I just had this, like, just I felt awful afterward, actually. Mm. Like, I just really felt bad. And I couldn't pinpoint. And then to be completely honest, by that point, because that was Friday, I was tired. and I was just ready to go home. So I wasn't ready to like sit and like deconstruct why I feel that way. I was like, I'm just ready to go home at this point. Yeah. Um. So some of you in the Miguel and Holly fam reached out over the weekend as you oh. listened to it and provided some perspective, which I thought was really cool because you were able to be sort of objective and not be in it like we were. Because that's a whole different thing, by the way. Yeah. When you're in the midst of it, much like what we said when we were like watching the debates or whatever, like right. when you're in the middle of it, it's a little bit you have a different view. Absolutely. Um, so this is from Suzanne, who sent this to me uh, Saturday. She said, just listen to today's podcast with the guy from the Tampa Young Republicans. I think one reason you may have felt weird afterwards was because you talked to him in an interview style rather than a dialogue. You didn't insert your thoughts about what he said as it went on, and so it may have felt like you were just talked at instead of talking with someone. I thought it was good, and I think your questions were very thoughtful. I just think it's good to have your side voice heard, and in that situation, it wasn't. I'm really proud of you guys for doing this and grateful for all the times you try to understand multiple sides. Them, that's a good point. That is a good point. Because it is. what we were doing was getting that perspective, which right. is what we've always said. 
didn't think about how it might feel to only get one per I mean because we always put our perspective but in that moment we got one even right. though you had questions mm-hmm, absolutely so thank you to Suzanne because I thought about what she said and then I was going to go back and listen to some of it and then I thought ah, I'm good hey. um I listened to what he said and that's that's all I need to know and I think what after thinking about it some more is it felt like there can be no bridging between what I believe and what what he was saying. Mm. And then someone also brought up a great point to me this weekend, too, is that he is the president of the Young Republicans. So he has talking points from his party and from his the president uh, that they, as a person who is representing that party, he's got to say. So it isn't like talking to John Sinning, who is conservative-leaning, but he's not representing Republicans. He's representing John Sinning. Right. And so that was sort of like the official, like, here is where we stand as conservatives, as Republicans, what we believe, and not from, you know, Susan and Brandon, who, you know, maybe is registered Republican, but maybe she voted for Obama once, and then maybe she voted for uh, McCain once or whatever, and she's sort of like up in the air. So there's, there's a, a different, difference. There's a different perspective on where it's coming from and and um, the motivations behind it. Right. Got it. Right. That, that also makes sense. So it's just something to think about. And, you know, as we move along with this, um, you know, I feel like I want to do other things to sort of bring awareness to the issues that we're talking about and not in like a CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, like here's a political debate. Here is the young Republican president and the young Democrat president, but having perspectives that basically break it down into layman's terms, because I think one of the things that I really want to get across this political season is that everything that you do in your life is affected and controlled by politics. Yeah. So it's not one of those, well, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, no. It does. Everything you do, like our radio station is governed by the government, you yes, know? and when they change the FCC laws and notif- and and the way that the FCC moves and works in 1996, you can ask anybody in radio. That's when radio changed mm-hmm. because of the FCC. Absolutely, and so everything you do is affected by it. And I want you listening. If you've never voted, um, if you've never registered to vote, if you maybe vote but you don't really know the issues, just kind of guess or you just vote down one party, which I don't think is correct thing to do either. No. Um, you should do your research, you know? So that's what I want to get across this uh, political season as we wind out um, or end up in November for voting. Mm. Um, I do want to talk about a little bit, if you missed it on the broadcast show today, what's on the Miguel and Holly Insta right now is... <laughs> Holly's bikini picture. I was going to say something that has nothing to do with politics, but actually. Actually does. It does. Uh, What are you going to say? Go vote. Yeah. uh, Because that's the point of this whole thing. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, Holly, we didn't have time to really, like, go into some of the comments. Oh. That's on. I didn't go. I just started liking because I. it's like, you know, when someone tells you a compliment, you like it. Right. But then I, 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 there's a lot of comments. Oh, yeah. So, Holly lost headphone karaoke and had to do a picture like Kylie Jenner in a bathing suit where Kylie Jenner said, ha ha, thirst trap, but go vote. Or go register to vote. Because today, October 5th, 
is the last day to register to vote. Mm-hmm. So we posted this one hour ago. As of right now, it has 1,072 <gasps> likes and 194 comments. What? And some of the comments are, let's see here, uh, woman crush every day. Go oh. register, folks. Okay. Uh, get it, Holly. Uh, hashtag break the internet. <laughs> Baby underscore fish six says, killing it, girl. Oh, that's so nice. Um, Liz Smith said, looking good, mama. As a fellow mama the same age as you, you rock that bikini bod. Also already filled out my mail-in ballot. Okay. <laughs> that's so great. Uh, Doe I said, if I wasn't registered to vote already, this would definitely persuade me to do so. Damn, girl. Oh, um, dr- I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, not going to lie, Holly. Glad you lost this one. Oh. I don't think I could handle Miguel or Scotty and God knows only knows what. Good look, though, Holly. Keep them coming. Oh, okay. Hey, I would like to give a shout out to uh, Miguel's boyfriend, Abe, who said, so seductive. You got my vote. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yes. And then one of our old morning show friends, uh, Miss Brian in Miami. <laughs> oh. Said, not even the tree I bark up, ha ha, but girl, you're slaying and you've got my attention to vote. Oh, wow. Thanks, Miss Brian. So there you go, Holly. That's awesome. How do you feel? Damn, I just really kind of floored. Because yeah. like, I know it you- feels a little surreal. Mm. I don't really, I feel like I'm not having a real reaction because I'm just like, whatever. Everyone's just being nice. Mm. Like it's, I'm so weirdly trained to think that mm, that people are just being polite yeah but i mean i get i do like my my full brain does work <laughs> <laughs> it is though it's- i get it and i i was i was proud of the picture i was mm-hmm. like this to me is like y'all don't even know how much of a struggle the last about year has been as my weight has just continued to go up right and when i see myself in the mirror i'd be like well, I guess that's what mom bought it. It's whatever. Right. And I never was that way. And so, like, the past three weeks of, like, really clean eating and do, going to the gym and stuff, I mean, I know you can't tell, but, like, I know. And so when I saw that, I was like, wow, I look okay. Mm. Like, I'm doing okay. I mm-hmm. felt really good about that. And so it's just it's a lot of validation, and it's just a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. it um, Losing weight and feeling good about yourself is something that I think needs to be talked about more Mm. because I am such a negative Mm self-talker and I really try to not be, but I, it just, it's in your head. And so no one hears it, but it manifests itself. And so, and I've noticed that you know, since I've started to lose some weight, I'm down 20 pounds. Kudos. Um, thank you. Awesome. Thanks to Medi Weight Loss. Startmedi.com slash 1015. But it's been really awesome to feel to feel good about yourself again and to, like, put on an outfit or a shirt that I haven't worn in a while and to be like, oh, girl. Like, I have this, um, it's like this black pride shirt where it's like, it has, like, Obama and my Angelou has like all these like black famous people's like leaders names on it. Mm-hmm. And I bought it back in June and I put it on when I first got it. And huh. Obama, like the O was like real big. <laughs> <laughs> like the O kind of stretched out a little bit further it than it should. Like, oh. It was like, oh, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, oh, Obama, no, oh, no, baby, no, 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 no. So I put it on the other day, and it just looked like Obama. Oh, that's such a big deal. I know what you mean. I bought, like, some clothes at the start of the pandemic because I was like, okay, A, I don't fit in any of my jeans anymore. Right. I was like, I'm... I'm taking up a stance against jeans in general. Why do we always, it's like the uniform of Americans. Get out of here with jeans. Mm -hmm. So I've not literally not worn jeans since the start of the pandemic. But I bought this dress that was like, oh, this will fit really good. I, when I got it, it wouldn't even go on as a dress. Oh, no. It was like sitting up like it was a, a long top. I was like, wait, this is a dress, right? Oh my yeah, God. it's supposed to be a dress, but yeah. it didn't fit all over my butt. Oh. Which didn't look like, you know, a nice Cardi B butt. Right. We talking about like a <laughs> not attractive. I was just like, damn it. Uh. But I'm waiting for like another, you know, several weeks. I'm going to try it again and see if it works as a dress. No, it's true. that's what I like to do. Probably like once a week, um, I will go through my closet and be like, oh, okay, does this shirt fit? Does this shirt fit? Oh, we're a couple weeks away from that. So that's been really cool to sort of have your closet open back up and to be able to have options other than, you know, the five shirts that I've been wearing <laughs> since March. Yeah, same. Um, so I, I say all that and about my picture to say thank you. And it's really, I, I'm, I'm proud of myself more than anything. Amen. Mm. Just really, because like I... I lost weight, a lot of weight, like when I was kind of psycho after, um, like I had my kid mm. and then I started this whole weird, like not healthy lifestyle. Mm. And then it turned into, you know, getting a divorce and going through a heartbreak and like all this other stuff. I lost a lot of weight Yeah, and I felt like I couldn't be proud of that because mm. I didn't do it on purpose. Mm. It was like, I literally just food tasted like dust. Right. I just wasn't eating. Um, and I was so stressed out. There was no other option but for just the weight to come off. Um, so even though I did like how I looked when I lost all that weight, I would never have flaunted it because people would be like, oh, you're getting it. I was like, no, the only mm. thing I'm getting is in bed to cry. Mm. Like, I'm not able to, like, celebrate this weight loss. It's just a product of being miserable. Right. Um, and so as I do this sort of weight loss and, like, a new – not just weight loss, but strengthening, going mm -hmm. to the gym, I'm actually proud of it. Like, I, mm. I'm in control of it. It's right. not controlling me. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Yeah. Wow. So, Scott, you are not, or you're always constantly in an eating plan or doing something. Well, mine, like, it all comes down to, I, ch I like changing the phrase. I think of it more of as lifestyle because mm. I kind of look at my life of, like, okay, when I'm 60, I want to be able to, you know, continue being active and I always looked at my dad for an example because he's you know 58 years old and we'll go on five mile runs together and I'm like that's freaking awesome but at the same time I do think of it because we talk about looking at ourselves and I was like why am I always like just on this you know path of you know being healthy and everything like that and I do think it comes down to like the way we envision ourselves one is so important and I always am huge on self-talk because I you know no matter what you're gonna have negative thoughts but it's what you do after that thought. And I do think, you know, people that are maybe around the same, like, regimen I am where it's, like, constantly working out, always thinking about what you're eating, always on that same thought process. I think we even have, like, a step over. You know, we always have that thought that that moment that we feel a little bleh, like, it becomes destructive. And I'm not saying, like, I don't think my lifestyle is unhealthy. But I do think, as we're just talking about this, like, I might even have, like, a more extreme case of how I look at myself and how mm. I feel about myself. And I don't know, I think it probably triggers back to, you know, I remember specific times, like fourth grade, 
going in the pool with a T-shirt on, like my best friend at the time, because I was like, uh-uh. Like, I do not feel comfortable in my own skin. Mm. And it's now turned into this thing, and I'm, you know, love the way I live, but I do think of it as, like, I look at myself in the mirror now, and I could still be like, ooh, like, what is going on with you today? However, I say that to say, like, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago, Holly, when you started going to the gym, and I like that quick point that we made. It's like the people in there that are, you know, looking strong and fit and, you know, getting it, big muscles and everything. The ones that are intimidating to people like me. Exactly. The ones that we look at are like, oh, my gosh, like, ooh, I shouldn't be. Like, they're there because of those same reasons, you know. And we, whether we look one way or another, it's we all have that inner voice, and you kind of dictate how you want to go about it. But realize that the people that do look like that, there is something else back in there that's, you know, pushing them to be there, whether it's like I want to live a healthy lifestyle or it's I look at myself and I'm like, ooh, like I need to, you know, get go hit the gym a little bit because there's plenty of days like that for me, you know, and it's like I'm I'm getting so much better like being smart about how I look at myself like, dude, you're fine because mm-hmm. your mind plays tricks, you know. It's not yeah. just the actual reflection. It's like literally your mind's like, ooh, maybe a little too much piece of this past weekend. So I do say that to go into that, you know, side a little bit also, but like I said earlier, for me, I've always grown up around it. Like, it's always been that way. When you look in the mirror, Scott, what do you see? Well, right now, it depends on the day. It depends on the hour, you know? It, it could be, go on, like, if I eat something. So, Scott, hold on right now. Oh, dear. I've got my camera open. Oh. It's looking at you. You know, what's if funny? If you had your shirt off, what 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 do you see? I see, you know, a guy that's been working out, an athlete, a, you know, a young-looking professional adult. Like, right now, I'm not mad at myself, like, anything. Even after this weekend of, like, eating, like, doo-doo, haven't worked out in three days, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's a progress to get to those moments, you know? And I have to talk myself down, and I, you know, I'm so happy that my girlfriend, Mary, who's up in Virginia right now, always is there to correct me when I do those things. So I'll be like, oh, I feel like crap, or I got to go work out. And she's very quick to... She knows where I'm at with everything. Like, on the first day at the wedding this past weekend, I was like, oh, I should probably go run. She's like, just take a second. Relax. Like, you're fine. I was like, wait, you're right. You know, it's those thought processes that go back and forth. And even right now, like, I am not mad with how I look. But it always is that kind of thought process of, oh, how do I get better? How do I get better? How do I get better? But luckily, I'm at a point where it's like I don't do it unhealthy. You know, I'm I was going to say, because the unhealthy way is like, at what point are you good enough? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I am pumped with how I am. And now I've set goals to different standards. I'm not mm. like, oh, let me lose this weight. I'm like, oh, let me complete this fitness challenge or let me run to raise awareness for something or work out to hopefully inspire others to take that first step. But it is a battle that's always there. It's just the people, you know, that look at me or like, because I've had it plenty of times where people are like, man, when I first met you, I thought you were a douche because mm. you have that fit look, you're athletic, probably like super douchey. I'm like, no, like I do it because... If I don't run that day or if I don't work out and I look at myself in the mirror, I'm going to feel like a piece of blah, and I don't want that. So I'm going to go work out, and I'm going to come back and be like, okay, feel a little better. But I don't do it to the extent of, like, you know, I still eat plenty. I, I just eat clean because now it just feels better. And I right, feel I, I I pay attention now to how I feel with certain things. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's like I know if I, you know, go and eat that, like, mac and cheese, like, it's going to taste good in the moment – but I got to really think about it before to be like, do I want to feel like the blah after? Mm. And if I do or if I can afford it, I'm okay. But it just kind of depends on the day. Like right. I couldn't eat that every day or else I'd just feel like crap mentally, not only physically, mentally. Well, it does. I've, I have felt mentally better since I've started this whole thing. Like I 
this this was when was this before I started the diet so like I almost feel like me starting the diet was uh, like my own body reaching out in desperation mm. like I didn't consciously even want to do it because like change is hard and change yeah. is scary mm-hmm. and it cost me a lot of money by yeah. the way um and so the reason I did it was I I was just seeing like one of my friends who's like a, you know he's got the gym and he's a trainer and everything he had posted something and you know he tags like a bunch of people in it because he's trying to get his word out about his business absolutely but when I saw it I was like I I need this mm. and I'm like what the fuck am I doing <laughs> like why did I do that now I'm roped in right which where that accountability comes from hey, and I was man. so pissed at myself for like the first week because I was like what did I don't have time for this mm. so sometime around that time bef- like right before I did that my person um we were talking on a Sunday evening and I think and you know he was like so you know what's this week look like for you I'm like probably miserable and he was like miserable oh dear I was like yeah probably it's like all the shit we got to do and stuff and he was like um Mm. well I don't know if it's gonna be miserable yeah (laughs) uh that's pretty rough to go into a Monday thinking that and I like even even as I said it, I was like, that's pretty hard. Right. But it Miserable. just came out. And I was like, I think I was just so tired of feeling tired. Right. Yes. I was so tired all the time. Like, I mean, if I didn't get a nap, it was, I, and I said this in another podcast, I don't even know how I made it to like six, seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Like my body was just not functioning right. well. And so since I started and this is, I'm now on week four and I just feel like I have so much more energy mm-hmm. to like do things and when i say things i mean like pay my bills right or not think that the work week is going to be miserable because i have a job i love how did i let it turn into ah i adjust right it doesn't even matter that if you have a job you love or a job that you're just getting by on like nobody wants to feel that way no and it would make sense that this is a job that i love i shouldn't feel miserable right doing it um and I would do I would do a lot of numbing, aka you know getting drunk mm. or <clears throat> whatever, yep. to make your mind forget about your current issues. Mm. But that's like a vicious cycle. It is a very vicious cycle because like yes, you do have issues, but if you numb them, they're still there, and you just have to deal with them when you're done being numb. So then you get numb again, and it's just like ugh. And when you don't feel good physically, you're not handling them mentally. Mm-mm. So like I started just being more um present yeah in my life and i will say this and this sort of i'm really glad scott that you brought this up because it reminded me um when we were talking about you and how you know you have this thing what you just sort of explained for everybody um that i've i'm glad that i had been working on the mental side of it for a year now and now i started like the physical end of it mm-hmm. right because you can do all you want to the physical body and make it like perfection exactly. for yourself. But if you don't fix what's going on in your head, it's never enough. Nope. And it like can lead to damaging outcomes. Not like you, Scott, like you're doing it the right way. But there are like sometimes you see those people in the gym that are just it's like, whoa. That's all their life is because because they're covering. Have you dealt with what other stuff might be going on in in your life and why you turn to food or like have that unhealthy relationship with food? And I mean, I 
admittedly started snacking a lot when my life went like a little wonky, crazy, insane, mm-hmm. like a year and a half ago. And that turned into like another numbing comfort for me. Mm-hmm. And it just tasted good. Yeah. And so if you don't fix like what's at the root of those things, they're always going to be there. And when you get done with like this weight loss journey or this, you know, time at the gym, then you're right back. To, there's your subconscious. Hey, still didn't deal with this thing about how you didn't get any love from your dad. Uh, you want to do something about that or you hey. just want to eat some more? Eat. Or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really particularly glad that I sort of got my, my shit is not together yet, by the way, because it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Unlike your physical body, you can kind of get that in shape rel- relatively quickly, depending on how much work you have to do. Right. Even if you're like grossly obese, you give yourself a year, you're going to be in a better place. Right. With therapy, it's slow mm-hmm. because that's not how the mental, like you have to like, I always think of it as sort of like um a big old tangled like uh, rope. Mm. So you slowly undo this knot and then you figure that part out and you're like, oh my God, yes. Oh, I got I got another one. Do, 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 do. And like mm. you're always like picking apart this giant knotted up rope mm-hmm. to figure out what really is the problem. Right. So I'm just over here advocating work on your mental self, also work on your physical self. No, it's very true. And it's something that in order to be, to get the most and the, best out of life because I've been thinking about that a lot lately as you know we've had time to do that over the past few months Mm. and about what I want my life to look like and for some reason I feel like I've had a lot of people ask me recently um, you know what is it that you want to do next or where is it that you want to go what do you want to do with your life and I've always had an answer for it and then all of a sudden you know I'm like I don't know like my goal was to work in a top 20 radio market and Host we're here. A successful show. Yeah, we're market 17, you know, we're doing pretty good here. So I'm great. Love to make some more money, but who wouldn't, um, you know, but what does that look like? What other things do I want to leave behind? And I still keep coming back to this that, um, you know, as Abe and I've talked about the whole children thing and about, you know, we do all this work and you uh, build up, whatever it is that you're trying to build up. And then if you don't have kids, like, what, like, what is it for? You know, what legacy are you leaving behind? Um, because the earth is just going to keep going. Yeah. Like, and I don't know why, like, that's just so weird to me to think that, you know, like, you know, back in the 1960s, like 60 years ago at 10 o'clock in the morning, some people were just sitting around in Tampa doing something on this day in October, 60 years ago, like not thinking about what was going to happen 60 years later where the three of us would be in a room talking on microphones. Yeah, no, they did 60 years from now, what is it going to look like? What is that going to look like? And will anybody be thinking about me? Like, those are things that I think about, and it really, like, trips me out. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I doing anything to contribute? Does anyone care? Do, do I even need to care about that, or am I just going to be gone? Um, and so sort of all of that is, like, what I'm thinking about now as I'm trying to, like, figure out the next step in – whatever my life is. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot to like think about sometimes. It's, yeah, that is a lot. That's heavy because it's like, what is your legacy? And you know, you don't have to have kids to, to pass on a legacy. I mean, case in point, look at Oprah. Right. She doesn't have kids. No, and she will be remembered forever. But she leaves a legacy. Right. 
And it can go the other way, too. Like, you can also have a kid but not leave a legacy. So right. there's, like, all these different variations of it. Um, I think having a kid is a cool – it's a cool thing. No, it's, like, <laughs> a good – physical reminder that you are leaving the earth with something a part of you mm, so mm-hmm. that's cool right um i guess I, in that that's the term i meant it in but there's a lot of different ways that you can impact people and it doesn't always have to be in the oprah way right i mean you could have encouraged over the years over the 12 years that we've been doing you know morning radio together you could have encouraged countless people to Live, mm. be better, be kinder. Right. So I think about that too. You know, like right. will the entire city of Tampa, you know, host a ticker tape parade at some point for you? I don't know. Right. Um. But individuals know. Right. They won't do a boat parade for me like they did with the Tampa Bay Lightning. But they're no, not. But again, do you? Do you know the names on that team? Stamkos. Right. So he has the name. But what about, like, the alternate, you know, forward (laughs) or whatever? Right. He got a boat parade. No, it's true. I don't know his name. name. No, it's true. No, it's true. And I know that's not what life is about is, you know, who's going to give you a boat parade. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) Obviously. Uh, Which, by the way, um, I... (laughs) I was reading the Tampa Bay, or I was looking on the Tampa Bay Times Instagram, and they had video footage from, like, the day of the boat parade and all the celebrations. And, like, some of the Lightning players had the Stanley Cup, and they had um, booze in it. Oh, yeah, you drink out of it. And they were letting, but, like, we're in a pandemic. Uh, Yeah. yeah. And Tampa Bay Times, they were like, we're not trying to be the buzzkill, but, like. But maybe you shouldn't all be taking communion out the cup. (laughs) Maybe like they don't even have that at church anymore, y'all. Like, maybe we should just. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, hopefully that wasn't like a super spreader event, and yeah. people will be okay afterwards. So, uh, speaking of Scott, how was the wedding you went to this weekend? Like, were people being safe? How many people were there? There weren't a lot of people. His family, his immediate family, her immediate family, then us bros and her gals. And that was pretty much it. So I'd probably say a handful, 25, Bros 30 and gals. Mm, people. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's not like we're all licking each other's faces. But I've just, and I've seen this now because I've been to a couple weddings. Well, one I got COVID at. Right. But I think it might have been on the plane. No, nah, I think nobody, it was the wedding. Nobody else had it. Yeah, Whatever. It what I'm it saying is. It is great that your grandmother didn't get it from going to that wedding. Yes. Right. Lord, so it may yes. have been from the plane. I think so too. I think it was the wedding. But what I'm saying is it's very hard whenever you get a group of people around that are your family and friends to like have those moments of just like, I guess, separation. Right. To have the complete day in a mask. Mm-hmm. And we definitely did a job of like, you know, if you didn't need to be next to grandpa. Don't stand next to Grandpa. Mm, Let him mm-hmm. be in his own section. Right. Let him do his thing. He was there. Mm-hmm. Wore a mask when he needed to. But you know what? Like, me and the guys, not even going to lie. Like, we were huddled up, like, broing it out. Oh, wow. 100%. Oh, hey. I know. And it, it's just the reality of it. Right. Hopefully everyone's okay. You need to go get tested today. See, I don't even. Okay. Well, no, one, no, I, no. What was that? Go! I was. 
would hope that you couldn't get it that quickly. That's back what to I'm back. saying. But you know, there obviously are reports of like people got it uh, twice. I mean, it's possible. It is, I like to think possible. of it like you know, I went through the ringer once. No. Oh, well. let's not think. Let's be active. I, mean, I know. I will. Well, let listen. Let's you and I'll take you. We'll go together. I we'll go downtown. Them in a the Mahaffey. Oh, did they? I'll think, find another place. Oh, then they have they other it. free places. Um. Miguel and Holly fan member Jenny Utro- oh, Utrovska. Thank you. Utrovska. Yeah, Utrovska. I, I had it right too for a while. It has been a minute since I said it. Um, I, she's so great. We talked about it one time, and she like sent me all these resources. She was like, "Here are some free places in Tampa Bay to get it done." Boom! I was like, "Jenny, always on it." Does she even live in Tampa anymore? She's back actually. Oh, she's back. She's, she's back. back. Yeah, she moved back. Uh, I think in the early summer she moved back. Is her fiance back? Yep, they both moved back. Oh. Well, a happy damn day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I've it. only met her once, but I feel like we're friends. I know. And I'm always like, hey, Jenny, girl. I know. I met her once, too. And then when I met her that day, I'm like, go high. I know. Like, I was- <laughs> Sometimes, like, there's just, you know, it just is weird. Like, you just feel like you know a fam member. That's how Absolutely. my friend Julie is. Like, now yeah. we, like she, <laughs> she texts me, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And it's because she came to an event once, and I'm like, I feel like I know you. Right. You just feel close to people, and so she'll text me all the time. But I want to go get tested before I go to Atlanta this weekend should, yeah. because I want to try to see my mom um, who's in the hospital. And so I want to make sure that because I was out this weekend at a couple of places, so I want to make sure that I'm okay before I go home to Atlanta. So We'll go to, we'll get up in the car together. We'll go get tested together. Okay. I mean, I'm fine with it. I've been through the test plenty of times by now. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a test pro. <laughs> <laughs> I am. They knew me at the dang testing site by the time I was in Bureau. The fourth time around, I'm like, oh, you're back. I'm like, okay, I know. Like just getting, trying to get that negative. Whoop, whoop. Come on. Yeah. So, but everything went well. Uh, how was the weekend with Mary? Because this is the first time you've <sighs> yeah. seen your girlfriend you since, know, what, August? Yeah, since the wedding, which it was so weird because I didn't even think about that. Like, when we got back together, I was like, oh, cool. Like, we're hanging back out again. And it was the first time. Well, not even the first time, but it was really interesting to realize, like, how good FaceTime and how good our communication has gotten over mm. the now year of being long distance. Because mm. in the beginning, you there's always, like, a, a little bit of a, a time period where it feels a little off. Right. Like, it's not like it's completely off, but you're like, do I, yes. do I hug you? Do I kiss you? Well, that is like, true. And now she, like, got right back in the car. It's like, what up, girl? Like, a home girl jumping back in, and we're back at it. And it didn't even, like, skip a beat, mm. which I didn't even realize until probably, like, two days after. I'm like, it just feels like we've been just hanging out forever. Mm. We just had a whole month and a half apart. And this time was weird, too, because it was even more sad as she went to say goodbye this time. It was, like, literally, like, a whole demeanor change of, like, physically sad. Here we go. Mm. Because it does get hard because, you know, it's... Right now, it's very hard to plan for the next time to hang out. You yeah. know, it's been like this now for seven months where, girl, I don't know when I'm going to be able to see you. Yes. Like, COVID times are, are tough, and right. I don't know when you're going to come back over here. So right now, I mean, we're fantastic, which is really cool, which is awesome compared to a year ago at this time. And it was a really fun being with her. It's always interesting going to weddings with her. And also having conversations with our friends of like now the whole conversation is like who's next? Oh, who's next? girl! Oh, girl! Yeah, I mean, I just tell I'm like y'all. Mary's in dentistry school for at least another three. I'm not gonna be doing anything like that until we're living in the same like city. Yeah. So you would wait to propose until y'all live to in the same city, or would you do it before? I would like to. I think it'd be more my preference because, and we've talked about it too, or it's like if I propose and we get engaged like, i want to live with my fiance i want to mm. celebrate the. i don't want to be long distance after right. that while you have a yeah, ring on your hand you don't right. want to be like yes i will yes i will 
right, see you later, girl. Right. Yeah, like, In, like, no. six months. No. So I'll, I'll wait. It's just, it's weird, though, because if that is the case, if, you know, in three more years, then we're going to, I mean, again, I'm not against dating for a long time. I just never thought it would be, like, seven years or eight years of dating before I propose, which is, like, throws my brain off a little bit. But I'm like, you know, it is what it is. And at the same time, like, I don't know where my life's going to be in the next year. Mm. I could be traveling the world. I don't know. What does that mean, Scott? That means where, where are you going? Y'all, they oh, could walk no. up in here and say bye to what me. You, they're not going to. Do I that. know, and I don't uh, want don't to. Don't ever say they might not they do, do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, Listen, we just got voted best local morning show, and you just got up and coming radio personality, which gets me pumped. Which is literally, Mary and I had this conversation. We're like, I am like making moves here, and I want to stay here, and I want to keep growing here. As long as it's willing to keep growing with me. Yeah. You know, because my steps and my dreams, just like y'all, are big. I got to make sure that I'm setting myself in the environment to accomplish those dreams. And so I don't want to be, you know, held back in any way. But I'm just kind of going along with the ride right now. But probably, again, another three years before any kind of ring gets put on any kind of finger. Oof. Yeah. Which, at this point, doesn't even, like... Our, the first year in dental school already went by like that. So yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, listen, the way that this train wreck of a year is going by before we know it we'll be like oh my god summer's here yeah oh my god don't don't skip the holidays like, <laughs> I got they're gonna go like literally i have been saying oh i'm gonna put the decorations up and i put a few decorations up but i didn't have as many as i thought i would for halloween so i have to go buy some and then every time i go buy some there's none that i really like and so now i'm like oh my god it's already october 5th I need to fucking hurry up because it's it like now. gonna be over with now. And then I'm trying to figure out. Then you out- just have to put fall out. Oh my god! Like it, that's what's so weird about like decorating for the holidays. So I had like a bunch. Of, I have less Halloween stuff than I have Christmas stuff, but I have less Thanksgiving ish stuff than mm, I have Halloween stuff. Right. So it's like when you decorate for the holidays, you're like Halloween pumpkins and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then like after the 31st, you're like, okay, so <laughs> leaves. I, I still have pumpkins, not the card. Is there like a turkey turkey hat centerpiece? Yeah. Like it's it's been weird. So like that's been my goal over the past year. Last year I remember trying to gather more Thanksgiving stuff. Mm. And sadly, not sadly, but they're all sort of homemade. Like my daughter made one of those like <laughs> turkeys things with her with hand. Her hand. Yeah, yes. so that's like my Halloween. That's my Thanksgiving. <laughs> like I have two little fall looking birds. One has glasses on. Oh. <laughs> I love a bird with glasses. I like, mean, he looks very official. He's so. very studious, and he he gets stuff done. He does, and so the two of them sit on the table. <laughs> like it's hard to do. Oh, fall. Dear. Oh god. Anyway, Hashtag so. first world problems. Yes, well, exactly. Go get you some some decorations. I'm so. going to. Uh, well, glad y'all are doing well, Scott. That makes us happy to hear that. Yes. Um. Oh. How many times? Whoa. Whoa. Hey. We're on the podcast, not on the air. You know, I'm just going to, you know. When did she get here? Thursday. Thursday? Thursday. And then she left yesterday, Sunday? Yes. Okay. And she spent the night at Chateau Oprah Thursday to Friday? Yeah. Okay. Were y'all sleeping in the same room during this whole wedding thing this weekend? Or were y'all, like, sharing space with other people? Same room. Mm. Okay. All right, Holly. Mm Mm-hmm. How many times do you think they, uh, this weekend? Four times. Four times? Mm. I'm going to say, 
I'm going to say five. Oh. I'm going to say five because I feel like there were probably some <laughs> drunken times oh. where y'all like attempted to and you're like, I didn't see you in so long. And then like things get started, but then like you kind of pass out. Sometimes that happens. Scott? I'll go ahead and say this. Oh. Oh. This boy said, I'll say <laughs> this. No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't that many times. No. Oh. And it's because I'm just, I get so drunk. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I, y'all, I don't drink that much. And so oh, I'm just having a good time and oh, I just pass no. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what the next day is for. Yeah. No. But it's probably too hungover. There's yeah. like neighbors and hungover, and you're like dehydrated. Your lips oh, can barely God, open. Oh God, that is really bad. When you're like, can oh, I just I can't, wait? I'll get some water. Yeah. Then you're like, your breath smells, and then you gotta pee because yeah. you're hungover. Or like, and you, your head and then hurts. the neighbors right. are knocking on the door. It, you know what? But it's not like it didn't happen. Oh, okay. Right. So what? What? We got three times. Two, four. Yeah. Two, two. Three. Two. Two. Three. Three or two? No, rather. Yeah. Three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Getting it. <laughs> Listen, we just want to make sure you're having a good time. Getting over to Boom City. Yes, honey. (laughs) I love it. Holly, what's all your social media? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Scott? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. And mine is at Miguel Fuller on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, all the things If you're listening on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and a rating. We'd really appreciate it. And, you know, if you want some Miguel and Holly stickers, you can always just send me an email, miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. Bye. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.